Welcome to FPL Radio for Friday the 28th of October. We are very, very close to the World Cup now, as strange as that might seem uh, as we get into the winter months. But we uh, we have some Premier League action to talk about for now. Um, my name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. How are you doing? Hello, Matt. Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, as I say, three weeks to go. Um, just really spit for free ride until World Cup. So let's see where we can hopefully make some differential changes to push ourselves up the ranks it's been a bit of a tough couple of weeks really for you and me I believe but uh yeah I suppose yeah just let's flip to your week first how did you get on oh just just very forgettable really a, a pretty abysmal week 50 points for me um oh that's all right uh well I mean it was it was below the average which is never a good sign and six six and a half millionth in the game week out of, out of 10 million so yeah no not great I mean obviously the main man Harlan did the business two goals um against Brighton 13 points there as the captain which is, accounts for over half my points Apart from that, everyone else is pretty much a disappointment. I did finally get a clean sheet from Jordan Pickford. I think the first one since I brought him in. But, you know, apart from that, Salah, Zaha, Foden I brought in. Who I brought Foden in for Trossard, who scored for Brighton against City. And Foden got, Foden got one point. Martinelli, two points. I did... Um, I did do an extra transfer. I took a hit in the end. I did Skamaka back to Mitrovic. I just couldn't live with my own failings to uh, to have that in there. And, and Mitrovic well, did return. Yeah, he it did worked, get, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it, he, he, it was at least an, a neutral transfer because he, yeah. he got a goal. Um, my second highest scorer was Andreas Pereira, who's first on the bench and did not make it on, unfortunately. Foden blocked those those points with his little cameo towards the end of the game. But um, yeah, you know, obviously a very, yeah, very meh week really very really average across the board i think a, a similar story for yourself ryan yeah i'll say you're 50 and i'll uh well i can't raise you but i can get to 47 points and a game week rank of 7 million three eight five two two three. so you say meh I'm, I'm trying to think what i could sum mine up is a bit yeah not not good at all otherwise without, I, i'll probably swear um Harlem, captain that was it that was my uh, my, my, that was uh, a couple of his goals there, and Mitrovic a goal. Everyone else was two, one, two, one, two, two, one, two, one, two. Uh, sound check. It was the week of a bench. So Danny Ward yet again eight pointer. So I, I did say I should. I was thinking about putting Danny Ward in my team and give because I had a double up of um, Newcastle against Spurs. Um, I just bottled out of it. Um, Spurs still. Not great. Um, they got that goal against Newcastle. Obviously, the win for Newcastle was 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 great for Newcastle perspective, not from my Spurs fan perspective. But um, yeah, they they do look a good team. But um, I probably, in hindsight, should have played Wall just to stop that um, shout. Where it seems that Leicester have returned a bit of form. Um, yeah, I had Andres Pereira on the first on the bench, ten pointer, nothing there. And then I know there were so many things. I think the best bench I've seen points wise. I think was 43 points. And I think that was sort of a, uh, a Ward Pereira. I think it might have been um, Castagna. And, uh, and, and I'm trying to think the other player was another one who got, might have been Tyron Mings or something like that. But yeah, there was, there was a week for having bench. But let's think in hindsight, would you, have, would, would, would you have played Andreas Pereira in your starting lineup? I think it goes to say that I don't think I would have done it over all of my team that I had in my in my sort of uh, starting lineup. I don't think Andreas Pereira would have made that starting eleven. So I think it's it's good that we've got 
some players scoring points off the bench should you need them. Um, I bought in Foden uh, for... No, I've completely forgotten. Who did I bring Foden in for? Um, yeah, it was Bowen, wasn't it? And to be honest, Bowen actually got two more points um, because he uh, got a sort of a clean sheet in his midfield role. So it was a bit of annoying. Foden didn't play. Things, uh, uh, course, we've got him for the next three. Um, yeah, but the sort of results-wise, looking down the thing, it was Liverpool really lost. Um, certainly myself, we've gone for Salah in this um, this sort of run and losing to Nottingham Forest is just, I suppose, FPL this 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 season or seasons that's gone before. He's just, I think the lineup came out it was a bit of a leaked lineup ahead of um, ahead of their early fixture, suggested that it certainly wasn't going to be the strongest Liverpool team and and therefore they had no creativity in the midfield to feed the front nine. We were all possibly thinking, well, because Nunez was out, Salah was playing a bit more centrally, but he that's not uh, his best position. He's better at coming in from wide wide areas. So two blanks since I've got him in. Harry Kane has scored twice now. Uh, obviously that Madison Hall the week before. It's Yeah, it's that, that decision to take out Kane and... Uh, and Madison over sort of uh, Salah and Tony has completely backfired on me. So, but there's a chance I wanted to take and maybe this weekend, maybe this weekend is where we can redeem ourselves because let's take a look at the fixtures. Um, if, yeah, they're over, over a couple of days, uh, Saturday and Sundays, um, a bumper edition of Saturday and only the two games on Sunday. Anything take your fancy, Matt? Yeah, so we've, you just talked a little bit about Liverpool there. Obviously, they... Um, uh, weren't able to sort of build on that what felt like a bit of momentum against City and, and West Ham. Um, but they play Leeds and the late kickoff on Saturday. Late, late kickoff on Saturday. It's a yeah. 7.45 one. So under the uh, under the lights at Anfield. And, and I think um, I saw it in the Leeds press conference that they are a severely depleted Leeds team who are already a bit under the cosh. So this could well be um, Liverpool's chance to... Um, you know, sort of try and try and get a bit of uh, a bit of form, and they got a good result against um, Ajax in midweek. Um, so potentially, uh, you know, you talked about you know Salah and, and players like that. I think this could be the you know this is really a week where you, you know, we need him to do, have a good a good week if we're to talk about climbing up these ranks again because I think he's, I think he is a little bit of a differential these days um, compared to sort of where you'd expect him to be. So I think that's that's a big opportunity, and you know, sort of Liverpool at home, evening kickoff. Under the lights, Anfield could well be a, a a prime opportunity for them to to, to kick on. So um, I, I think um, yeah, could be good for 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 that. And, and you know, we'll talk a little bit about I suppose captaincy as well. But um, there is there is a bit of a question mark this week about about captaincy from a from a um, Erling Haaland perspective. He did go off with a little bit of an injury against Dortmund in midweek. A little bit of a foot injury. He's been seen limping a little bit. Um, so there's a bit of a doubt. We haven't. I don't think we've had the press conference yet from from Pep. Not that I expect him to give us too much um, information there. I, I do expect him to probably start, but you know, I think this could be a week for for a vice captaincy pick just in case he is uh, he is ruled out. And I, and I think Salah's a really really strong case to to do that week, particularly because I think of the rest of the options, not many stand out as as really really strong candidates from sort of the other big hitters. You know, Dimitrovic's, Tony's, Martinelli's stuff like that I think you know they have some decent fixtures but but form I think is a bit of a challenge for, for some of those players so I think this could be this could be Salah's week um, either as a vice captain or as a captain if you don't want to take the risk of, of a Haaland cameo potentially but 
Um, yeah, but so the, the Leicester City game is the early game on Saturday. Um, uh, and yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Leicester, historically a bit of a bogey team for for City, the kind of team that can hit on the counter-attack and, and um, do a lot of damage. It's always kind of City's, City's weak spot. So I don't really, I don't really know. Leicester in, you know, turn, turn their form around a little bit, look like they're getting a bit more back to their old selves. So it could be a tricky game from that early kickoff on on Saturday there for, for City. So we'll have to see kind of, um, yeah, whether whether City can really capitalise. And obviously, yeah, if Erling Haaland is fit. Um, well, probably on that note, then this, I mean, there are, you do get team leaks. You've got to be careful of who you listen to. There are some respected people out there who, who do seem to get a bit of a tip off. So being the early fixture, we may be able to get some news in whether Haaland has, there are say, travelled or, or possibly benched. Um, if I get any of that news, I think if he's benched, you still put the captaincy on him because you know he could come on with 30 minutes and probably, well, he scored hat-tricks in 30 minutes. So it's, it's, it's that debate to be had. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think that would be the key thing and certainly what I'm going to be looking for um, in, in that fixture. Um, but yeah, it was blue, kick on the foot and feeling tired and he took them both off at half-time. Um, sorry, Harlan and Cancelo off at half-time. So, yeah, that was because uh, um, I think Cancelo was flu-like symptoms as well, wasn't it, Matt? I think that was Harlan. I think Cancelo was just a bit oh, was um, was, was just a bit uh, fatigued. Okay. Played a lot of games. Obviously, played, played a lot, lot of games yeah. recently. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have any doubts that he would come back into the starting eleven okay. because we just don't have many other full-backs, really. So, um, well, I think he would definitely play. Yeah, difficult, difficult game to predict. Oh, is it a difficult game to predict? Uh, if Harlan's not there, I like, look, you don't know. Um I still still expect to see we'll have enough. Um, maybe they'll just go for a sort of a one-two nil. Um, but yeah, Leicester, but certainly improved in form. Um, I'm going to look at Bournemouth Spurs. Uh, Spurs just don't know what we're going to get. We were awful again midweek um, against um, uh, in the Champions League game, and then the second half, yeah, a, a vast improvement. But um, it it couldn't get any worse. So it's it. Aware to Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth have sort of come a bit off of that um, sort of early bounce from their manager and there's been a couple of dodgy results of late. I'd like to think Spurs can go there and get a win. I'd, I would like to think it is a, a couple of goals to good um, in, in that and therefore <laughs> the player I've sold, Harry Kane, is a very, very good option this week. If you've got Harry Kane, I think, I think he should get a return or two. Uh, other than that, down this list, um, I think there's... Sort of Brighton, Chelsea. Don't Brighton again flattered to deceive, not scoring goals. Uh, Chelsea looking a bit stronger. Uh, what was it draw last week? I think for Chelsea. Um, but yeah, we'll see exactly um, what what we'll get um, from from that that sort of fixture. I think it could be a close one there. And if there's anything Sunday fixtures, Arsenal Forest. You'd expect Arsenal got beat in the Europa League, but I know they're. I know it's sort of a different different team they put out there, but um, first you've beat for Arsenal in the season, dare I say it. So um, is there signs of possible tightness in that team? I mean, again, I'm making assumptions here, but um, I'd expect them to win at home to not on a forest. I think they'll bounce back and do that. I think there are good assets defensively. Let's bring Saka and Martinelli into that. And then Jesus, who, who is... Uh, yeah, should should look to bounce back and get a couple of goals. And in the Man United West Ham uh, last game of fixture of the weekend, and yeah, United showing some good form. I think they're seven unbeaten now. Um, so that's a that's a real return to form. I think since they got beat 
in that derby. And then West Ham also in a relatively good good uh, run of form. Uh, won five out of five in their European competitions. And um, obviously the, the league form has improved. But I, I think this will be a close game. Maybe United just edging it by a goal. But uh, but yeah, so so yeah, some some uh, yeah, some good fixtures there um, to to be had. Right. So if we were to look at our teams, Matt, how are you looking? Um, yeah, are you looking to make any transfers? Yeah. A, so the the main thing I think I need to do is I've got Koulibaly in my team. He just doesn't seem to be um, featuring for for Chelsea. So he's almost certainly going to be the one to move on this week. I'm looking at Arsenal defenders. Um, I think Ben White at about four point six million is one is one that I'm probably going to be making that move to save a little bit of cash. Um, Arsenal have got um, uh, they've got Forest this weekend, then Chelsea away, and then Wolves at home. So Chelsea fixture is is a little bit trickier, but those other two I think are really good from a defensive perspective. Um, you know, hopefully they can keep they can keep something tight there. Although I think there was a bit of an injury for Gabriel at the defense at the back last last night, so that might um. Maybe make them a little bit less less solid, but yeah, Koulibaly for 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 an Arsenal defender is almost certainly the move for me. Other players on my radar, if I had other, if I didn't have other fires to do, I would potentially be looking at Zaha. I think he's kind of he's a bit patchy, quite inconsistent really with his with his returns. Um, he's he's got sort of one goal and one assist in his last yeah. um, four or his last six rather. Sorry, so um, uh, potentially sort of moving him on for someone like. A United midfielder, maybe like a Rashford, um, might be the thing, but that potentially just feels like a little bit of a sideways move. Um, um so I think I'm probably going to just going to make the one transfer this week. Uh, but yeah, I think if if I had if I had other options or if I had no if I had no particular fires, I think Zaha would be one I'd be I'd be keen to keep an eye on. Also, be interested in looking at other options up front. Mitrovic has got Everton this weekend, but then he has City and United before the um the international break, so it might be worth looking at you know sort of a a, a two-week pump there and someone else up front whether that's maybe someone like Callum Wilson or or um yeah I'm not not sure, sure who else might be might be a viable candidate but um yeah I think that's probably where I'm going to go but yeah I think Kudabali is gonna gonna have to be the one for me this week to, to to move on but what about yourself Ryan how is your team looking at the moment okay so I'm lined up hoping goal trippier Kukurea and Cancelo. So that's that three at the back. Midfielder Foden, Salah, Zaha and Martinelli. Standard template there. And pretty much standard template up front with Tony Harlan, Mitrovic. Um, I've got a bench of Andreas Pereira first, sub, Sessignon second and Gehi third. Um, with Ward on the bench again. No, I don't expect him to get... <laughs> well, you never know, I might get a load of save points against City, but I, I can't, I, I'm going with the Pope at home to Villa. Um I okay with this. If Holland doesn't make it, Pereira comes in. I play with five midfielders. I don't think that's bad. Everton at home. Um, Fulham are quite good at home. Always looking like they're going to score goals. Fulham. So if they're going to score goals, hopefully it'll be part of those um, assists or being part of um, part of even scoring himself. Um, yeah, they're, they're a bit, just a bit woeful at the back. So I wouldn't certainly go anywhere near their defenders. Fulham's defenders. Um, Question, Matt, if Haaland is ruled out, if he gets news today, morning, tomorrow morning, and maybe it's maybe the, the answer is how long. But if he's ruled out of tomorrow's game, what's your thoughts? I mean, it, it definitely would come down to that sort of how long piece. You know, yeah. we, we've we've um uh, his price has gone up. I think it's I can't remember what he was at the beginning of the season, eleven point five. Eleven and a half. He's now up to 12, 12, 
12.2. So, you know, if you, if you did sell him, you'd lose half that value. You want to, you'd want to bring him back in. You know, the flip side of that is there's three, obviously these three game weeks until the World Cup. If, for example, he was ruled out until the end of that, that fixture, then maybe you're looking at, you know, sort of bring someone in for, for three game weeks because his, his, I'm sure his price would come down again a little bit. But I, I think um, it would need to be a pretty definitive he's out until after the World Cup to make me sort of think about making that move. But if 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 that was the case, I would definitely keep an eye on um, who you know, Alvarez as the uh, would be the replacement, I think, to come in okay. in that centre forward role. But um, yeah, I, I think, you know, his fixtures are Leicester, Fulham and Brentford. Fulham and Brentford at home so you know if he's even if he misses this weekend or or is, or is on the bench or something like that I think you'd still want to keep him for those other two if, if he was available yep I, I 100% agree uh, like yeah if he's ruled out for three games and we've got a decision to make in that yeah we're going to lose a load of cash but basically you just can't you might as well switch to Harry Kane but uh First, maybe the running if you want to go down a Harry Kane or even Jesus maybe but yeah it's it's uh Watch and see there, but I certainly won't be selling um, if it just looks like very, very short-term um, injury. Um, I think for my team, I mean, summary, I think I'm going to roll a transfer and then go into um, into the final sort of two weeks and sort of understanding what, what I want to do in my team. I've got sort of things like Mitrovic is going to be away in game week 15. He's going to be away to Man City. So not great fixture and then really home to Man United. He's a talisman for Fulham, so look, he could get a pen and score. And obviously, that's why you probably brought him back in, Matt. But um, and then really, Tony, the off, they're sort of the same. So he he's got another couple of fixtures: Wolves at home, Forest away, um, Nottingham Forest away, and then he's got City. So I've got my two strikers playing City back to back. So I might be looking to try and offload one of them. Um, I think I think Tony as well. If you're looking sort of further ahead, they've got City in that game week 16, and then after the World Cup, they've got. Um, Spurs, West Ham, oh, and Liverpool. Yeah, be gone. It'd be so gone I think, after I think, the World know, Cup. Definitely look at look at look at an alternative um, there, and, and sort of think about you know. The, although although we are in a bit of a sort of straight shoot to the World Cup, you you will you would potentially want to think about sort of players, particularly thinking about from a value perspective, who you can be sort of bringing in and, and sort of try and get in this team ahead of the the, the that swinger fixtures after the, after the World Cup. Do you not think that their prices will be? Like just like I think, they, I think there prices won't be price rises, will, prices will probably be locked almost certainly. Yeah. But you know, I think I think it's a case of um uh potentially sort of getting some um uh you know sort of getting getting those moves in early if you can. But also I like you know if there are players that you are thinking about getting in for that sort of run after the World Cup as well, if you if you can sort of do it earlier and, and get a price rise on the way, you might you might be worth yeah. thinking about it. But yeah, I I don't think they've actually confirmed it, but I, I would definitely suspect that prices would be locked. Otherwise, it'd be a bit of everyone could just sort of play in the market a little bit over the over the international yeah. break. No, I'd expect from a certain date that yeah, that it will be shut, and then we'll stick with those prices that that what whatever whatever closed on on the date. Uh, so I, as I say, I think summary of me, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, roll go into 15, 16, a couple of transfers, and then maybe look to switch a couple of players around. Um, See where there is after this fixture and see where he's worth keeping. Um, right, we, um, I mean, we spoke about captaincy. I think there are, yeah, let's see where Haaland is. Um, make sure your vice captain is, is sorted. Um, mine's currently on uh, Salah. So, Haaland don't play, Salah will take the, take the armband. And 
Oh, let's let's see where we get from there. I think Foden is in a bad shout. Was in good form, um, but yeah. So let's let's just make sure you've got that backup uh, player uh, ready for when you need them. Um, so you're in a similar boat, Captain C, aren't you, Matt? About that? Yeah, the same thing. I think unless we get any definitive news, it will be on Haaland with with Salah as vice. Um, yeah, and maybe sort of keep an eye out about. 5 to 11 tomorrow to see if we get any sort of early team news, to, team indications about that. If he was to start on the bench, I think I'd move the captaincy um, because I suspect I suspect if he starts on the bench, he probably won't come on unless City are chasing, chasing the game. So in that case, you can probably leave the captaincy on, on there, but um, there's always the possibility he comes on for 20 minutes and, and obviously you no know, sort of doesn't, nothing happens off the back of that. So yeah, I think, but I think, I think, yeah, unless we hear anything definitive, I, I'll keep him as my, uh, as my captain. Yeah, cool. I, I forgot. I usually share my rank, and I'm not sure. I haven't shared it yet because it, it's just not. Uh, I forgot. I'm down down three six one eight three eight. So I've plummeted 120k over like the last sort of a week. So it was a, a very dismal week for me. So um, yeah, I want to try and like, next couple of weeks, I want to try and get back up into those sort of. I suppose two hundreds, ideally hundreds. Um, just just to then go ourselves up for when we come back after the World Cup. Yeah, I don't really want to be around this rank um, going in there, but it's not desperate. I think there's so little points between um, between the, the um, sort of a million to 500k and in 500k to 100k, I think it's like 20 points. So you can easily make that up from a captaincy. So don't fear. We'll still, there's timers on our side. Um, to boost us up those ranks, the perfect link, Matt, is, is have you got an eye on a player that could um, help you get to where we want to be? Well, um, you know, I suppose if we're thinking about players absolutely in, in, in form at the moment, um, I think you need to look at, we need to look at Almiron at Newcastle. Miggy, Miggy. Um, seems to be absolutely on fire, you know, sort of um, five goals in his last, his last five games. Um, you know, just, just double digit points all, all over the place. Seems to be really sort of doing well in this Newcastle team. Um, there's three games at Villa, Southampton, Chelsea to the World Cup. This price is 5.4 million. So he is very much on the radar as, you know, I could move Zaha there. I could upgrade Andreas Pereira, for example, with these and sort of play a, a, a fifth choice midfielder. Um, so he is definitely on the radar. I have a suspicion that it's a little bit unsustainable, this sort of level, but, you know, maybe for three more weeks until the World Cup, that, that might be enough. But um, as I said, I think... I think I've got other fires to put out this week, but otherwise he would definitely be on my radar as one to, to potentially make a move. Yeah, how long do you reckon he's been in the Premier League, Matt? Mm, three years, something like that. Five seasons. Five this seasons. Fifth well. season. Fifth season. I think, uh, yeah, he's. I think he joined, where well, it was Steve Bruce signing, I believe, and uh, yeah, he came from the MLS uh, with a pretty good reputation, but uh, yeah, for some reason, it's just never clicked until this this season. I think he got... Well, it's already his highest goal-scoring season. I've just yeah. checked. He scored four in nineteen twenty and four That's in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's at, yeah. So, so I, I mean, credit to Howe. I, I do like Howe as a manager. Just seems to get... The best out of his players, um, a player who has done well, I mean, maybe not for this week, but of recent weeks, he's Timothy, Timothy Constania um, with all of these lesser clean sheets, but he has the potential of getting assists as well. But um, Timothy Constania last week got on a, got on a clean sheet, assist and bonus. Um, he's only 4.5 million, only owned by 5.1% of the game. Um, it's 
it's tricky. You're not going to get him in for City at home. Then it's uh, Everton away and a West Ham away. So maybe he's had his run. But I think it's worth mentioning just for his price. If you want someone, he could still get attacking returns. Um, in addition to that, like Harry Kane, I can't ignore what his form has been. Uh, I think let's take Haaland out of the of the season. Kane has done Kane things where he just is that dependable goal scorer. Again, in a pretty up and down season for Tottenham, he's just proved that he is that, uh, that goal scorer. Again, scoring against Newcastle out of pretty much nothing. Um, and yeah, just another eight-pointer. So pretty much, he's. I think he's up to 10 goals for the season. So um, that's, that's good form. Uh, he does come with a price for 11.5 million, but um, there's things like premiums, so you could have Haaland, Kane and Salah. Um, or, as I should have probably done, I shouldn't have gone for Kala. I should have just... Kala. Uh, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. Uh, I shouldn't have gone for Salah. I should have just kept Kane and, and just moved move Madison on, perhaps. But, I mean, that's hindsight. But, uh, he, yeah, he hasn't gone explosive this season. So, he's got two double-digit returns of 10-pointers. But... Um, other than that, it's been pretty much the sort of seven, nines, eight. So it, it, it's, you know what you can get from Harry. He can bang a penalty in at any point against any player or any, any team. I've got one more to mention. Um, it's because their fixtures are pretty good. Um, it's, I suppose it's sort of that um, Almiron price points of 5.5 million. Um, his name is Alex Owobi. I've never been a fan of him. I just... I, I just thought he never had an end product. Um, but until this season, maybe it's this season of these underdogs. Um, doesn't score any goals, but he's been assisting uh, some goals of late for Everton. Everton's fixtures are Fulham away, Leicester at home, Bournemouth away. Very good. Um, he's 5.5 million and only owned by 1.6% of the game. Like, this is a massive punt. Like, is he going to do this on a regular basis? He hasn't done it yet. But like, what's he got? He's got five assists for the season and one goal. Um, but yeah, it just looks like he's actually just being quite a key part of Rampard's um, 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 attacking, attacking, attacking full. So yeah, it's a punt. It could be worth it. Look, this is the thing. You can dead-end your team. Like, if, not, if you're thinking about that, we've got another 10 game weeks to go. I don't think Iwobi's a good shout, but maybe for these three, they're very good fixtures. Um I mean, there probably are other Everton players. And should we be looking at maybe a centre-forward who's made a return? What do you think, Matt? Well, yeah, he is on the radar. You know, he's um, Calvert-Lewin, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, um, I think scored last weekend um, in their, their victory. Um, uh, but, and you know, he'll, he'll, he'll want to be sort of trying to put his name in contention to yeah. to get on that plane. I think he's, it's probably a bit too late. But, um, you know, I think he's got he's got that point to prove. And... and We've already talked about Tony and Mitrovic having sort of difficult runner fixtures. I think he could definitely be one to to consider as a as a two week punt, for example. As you say, their fixtures are their fixtures are nice. So I think it. Um, if you if we're looking, if we are just looking for those sort of slight differentials. You know, I think when you run when you read your team out, Ryan, I think our teams are identical apart from yeah. uh, goalkeeper and and one centre back. Um, yeah, so goal. you know, this is the opportunity to 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 make some moves. Yeah, definitely makes a move. I think you've got a bit of a coffee and splat there, Matt. So I'll step in. Um, but yeah, as you say, three or three game weeks to go, and, and we'll go from now. Um, Eastern Villa got a new manager, um, so they've brought in Unai Emery. Uh, I, I mean, it's interesting to see that last week they got a four 0 victory when the shackles were off, uh, Gerard gone, and all of a sudden they start to perform. Um, 
Lowell's, <laughs> Leon Bailey, uh, who who we all had at the start of the season, uh, returned an incredible, uh, what was he, a 13-pointer from a 70-minute cameo goal assist and some bonus points, I think, in there as well. So, yeah, he's an option, 4.6 million, uh, 4.5% of the game. Uh, yeah, the fixtures are, are, are middling, Newcastle away, United at home and Brighton away. So, just, yeah, keep an eye on Bailey. I think, actually... Their return after the World Cup for Villa is, is pretty good. So um, after a couple of dodgy fixtures of Liverpool, Tottenham, and then they have a four-game run. So could be a watch and see for Villa. But yeah, the, the Ings, Bailey, again, little short-term punts if you feel that they could um, return. Sorry, Matt, you you back, you recovered. Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other one I'm keeping an eye on as well is is, um, is Darwin Nunez at Liverpool. Um, a very sort of sporadic, looks a bit, crazy as a as a player you know sort of missing incredible chances and and scoring weird headers and stuff like that but you know he's his goals to game ratio is, is actually pretty solid for the amount of time he's had on on the pitch um you know sort of seems to be playing centrally um uh alongside Salah in this sort of when all the formations that they're trying out to sort of try and try and solve some of their problems but you know I think he's probably a bit out of the price range for most people at the moment I think it's about nine million um but you know I think it Potentially as a sort of rejig of your team after the World Cup with a with a um with that wild card because they do have a very nice sort of run of fixtures after um after the World Cup. So um and you know, Leeds this weekend, Southampton at home as well. So if for example we got any news about Harlem, I think as you say, Kane is the obvious choice, but I think Darwin Nunez at home against an injury stricken Leeds could be one to consider as well. Yeah, good stuff. Um yeah, I, I think we. I think there's anyone else to shout out, Matt. Um, no, I think I think yeah. that's going to do it for us this week. So yeah, um, hopefully we can both get a bit of a, a bit of a better return, a bit of more of a green arrow. It's been a bit of a painful few weeks, I think, for for, for both of us. Um, but yeah, this will hopefully be a chance to you know go into that mid-season break on on a bit of a high, hopefully with with with, some, with the green arrows. So yeah, hopefully lots to think about there, and and yeah, um, lots of points on offer. We'll be back next week to talk about this game week and look ahead to what well, yeah, will be the penultimate game week before the World Cup, as, as strange as that as that sounds in November. But um, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. So from a, uh, from Ryan and myself, thank you and, and best of luck. Yeah, good luck all.